Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What's going on, Keith? Feeling good this morning? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Wednesday. What do they call it? Hump day or Hump something day. like that? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I mean, I still uh, – uh, uh, what's today? So, Wednesday. What do I have today? Oh, I just got NFL Live later on. Get a little fake workout in, do some mm-hmm. NFL Live. You know, I, I believe that Wednesday should be like Sunday. It should be a federal holiday. I would extend the work day two hours. So you work 10 hours instead of eight, but you get Wednesday off. Wednesday off. Now think right. about this. Right. You don't like that one, Jay? I'm okay with it. Okay with it. Think about it. I'm okay with Wednesdays. People go out on a bender little, on a Sunday. Uh, on a Monday, you're not working I'm, at a whole, looking at a whole week. I'm right now. I just, yeah, I just had a weird experience. What happened? I was just, you know. You know, you have these little short breaks, and you try to go to the bathroom, and you're like, all yeah. right, you know, go to the bathroom. Then I was like, oh, uh, too much coffee. You oh. sit down. Next thing you know, you're late for the show. You're running back. You're sprinting. You're getting yelled at. Your producer. Most people wouldn't you. talk about that. They'd be a little embarrassed. Why would I be embarrassed? I don't know. It sounded like you had an accident. Just, maybe, I got Jay. late here, and I was getting yelled at by people. I'd say, oh, yeah. were you holding you up? I'm like, no, I was going through a nuclear bomb. Oh, I see. That's what, that's what was occurring. I'm Bombs sorry. Bombs off in your system. Yes. Yeah. We just thought you got lost. You, well, I got lost in the know, toilet. We yes, didn't know you fell in. Happened, pretty much. Key, why are you making a stinky face? You don't want to go in there right now. I mean, I don't want to know all of that. It's, <laughs> and neither do the listeners. Oh, I'm just, you and know. That may be too much information. I don't it know is. If it was necess- yes, it wasn't necessary, actually. Really? Yeah. I was talking about my plan to give Wednesdays off, and uh, you know, now and we're I talking about your, your digestive system. <laughs> what were you looking at my face for? Because you look real ashy. So you I'm not ashy right now. No, if Number you let me, two. If you let me, <laughs> Stop, if James. You let me finish, yes. I was going to say, when you go back into the makeup room, mm-hmm. make sure that they touch you up mm-hmm. because you got the powder look to your face. That's why I was looking at you like that. I got the powdered face? No, it, you know, when they put the, the anti- uh, Shine, yeah. Shine on you, maybe sometimes it turns ashy. That's all I'm trying. So I'm you're not, saying, I got an ashy face. You you look what white. Is, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. He's saying too much. What? You're telling me I'm going off the rails. No, you look white. You think I'm. You, so see, every saying, time I say something, you think I'm always trying to dig you. Well, I'm trying to help your ass. 95% of the time. Because if you go on get up looking like that, yeah. people will start texting you and say, who messed up your makeup? So you're kind of saying it like Dave Chappelle when he was like the anchor. Chappelle no. is an interesting. Uh, interesting the comb uh, over. That's what you're trying to, you're trying to allude to that? No. I just don't want you. Does Jay look like Dave Chappelle at all? I just don't want you looking. I've got say ESPN. <laughs> I don't want you looking crazy on TV. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Washington and I, I actually Dave see. Chappelle. I actually see. This is how erroneous this show is. I actually see if he had a gap in his tooth with the part He's in the Larry middle, Johnson. I could see some Larry Johnson. Yes. I could see some Chappelle with you. My wife was like, well, our dog is named Denzel Johnson, Denzel Washington. Is that what they're saying? Who do I look like? Anyway, man. How come no one guy I don't Mike get Green, it look like? You're like a Jake <sighs> Gyllenhaal. But I, I'll take poor, it. No, I get Aaron Rodgers a lot. Version, a lot. A really yeah, poor, you, you, you like a like Venice Rogers. Beach Jake Gyllenhaal Ro- version. Ro- yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Mike Greenberg. Who, Mike Greenberg who once, whoa, slow down. Who once has compared you to Aaron Rodgers, Max? Uh, I, actually, I get that all the no, time. No, he got who? I get yeah, it yeah, all the time. I can see Aaron Rodgers. People Rogers have told me what? on TV, yeah, all the time. How you tall is Aaron Rodgers? Uh, by the way, I'm better looking than Aaron Rodgers, no, but, uh, you know. Not, it's tall as Aaron Let's be honest. Are these people on the phone with you? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Who's better looking, me or Aaron Rodgers? Be honest. Phone lines are lighting up. It's me. Let's be honest. Just be honest about it. His bank account is so much better. Oh, so much. That's true. Don't include the (laughs) bank account. Ladies, forget the bank account. (laughs)
If and no, I wouldn't necessarily it's a complete say that. package. You know, Max has never spent the dime of any of his earnings in the history of his life. I could never. Tell. If only that were true. <laughs> I spent. I tell you one thing though. I spent. I wasted some money yesterday with my kids in New York City though. Yeah, Again. You did, huh? Yeah, I went well, to one. I went to. Well, you're walking one. around like a tourist in New York City. I was a tourist. You're that person. I said, I, I knew it as soon as I was like, you're the people in the middle of Times Square, just standing there in the middle of the sidewalk, looking. Look how tall no, that it was building cool. is. Wow, no, it was. Oh, it was cool. On. We went to get out of the way. We went to Rise, uh-huh. which is like I guess a museum deal, and tells you all about the history of New York City and the uh-huh. subway that was built and this and that and underground tunnels through City Hall and all this sort of stuff and you know all these little different. Uh, artifacts running around, they showing stuff. Just... Would they bang you out at the gift shop? No, we didn't get in, we didn't get any gifts. Y'all walking around wearing "I Love New York" t shirts. <laughs> I heart but, New York. Oh, but wait God. though. So as I'm walking around, it was cool though. You got a chance to see some stuff. My kids yeah. like it. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But I'm walking and I'm walking through. Now I'm leaving. I'm walking through Times Square. So I'm trying to. I'm six four and I'm trying to be five two. So I'm walking down low because I'm taller than everybody Doing a walking. Crab walk. I'm taller than everybody walking, and I'm pushing a stroller. With, I got my daughter and the two kids, so people automatically are looking, you know. But I could. It was very touristy. Backpacks, cameras, <laughs> and the whole deal. You know, and there was a couple of New York cats on the corners and stuff doing what they do. You know, they see me. Oh, Keisha. You know, I'm like, I'm trying not to talk to hey, them. Hey, I got to keep, keep moving. Keep I moving. Keep it moving, waving. <laughs> And my daughter from a distance see huge blockbuster sign. No, uh, Dave, Dave and Buster. Buster. Huge Dave and Buster sign. I was like, they still got blockbuster. And she goes, "Can we go to Dave and Buster's?" I'm like, uh, "For what? To play games? We don't have anything to do." You go dinner. to Dave and Buster's anywhere though. But it's New York City and the whole deal. Yeah. And so we go to Dave and Buster's, and the first thing I do is I take my T-shirt to open up the door. Wipe down I everything. Use, no, I use my T-shirt to open up the door. Yeah, I do that all the time. I was like. Yeah. Now it's on my T-shirt. But it's better than your hand. Better than your hand. Better than your hand. And I can just imagine, I'm sitting there saying to myself, germs are everywhere. How do you do this with your little girl, though? Because how old is she? She's She's 12. 12. Yeah, she's 12. No, your little is small. Oh, she's two. They had her. They had her. She, you know, I gave them the money to play the games. When the game's money ran out, she had a major meltdown. Yeah. Because my wife be walking around with all, like, the the wipes. Mm. Ah, wipe it down. You can't wipe down every toy. At Dave and Buster's. Ain't nothing I can no. do. You can't. Ain't, like, it's you, nothing I can do. You in it now. They playing the games. There's nothing I can do. We just going to shower when we get home. and Nothing I can do. In yeah. the hope that no red bumps come on your face in the meantime. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> now, I'm hoping you don't get a rash around your, your mouth. There's yeah. nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah. Red bumps on my lips. What is going but on? But it's a good time listen, for the kids. When you have kids, what you realize is, that, first of all, they are germ factories. They go to school, yeah. play with all the other kids. They're all in different classes, oh, different schools. They come back, forget it. You know why I was sick for a month, by the way? You know what? I, I finally get checked out. Do I have something? They were like, no, you just probably got two or three different viruses from your kids yeah. in the last month. When you know what that says to me who had to sit next to you for a month. Yeah, it means <laughs> that like, you, you got know whatever. I was sick for a month. What? I decided to finally get checked out. I'm like, what does no, that no, say about no, me? No, I went originally. Yeah. I thought, was it COVID, right? I took all the COVID tests. The, the beauty about New York City, though, is, is you could become a tourist at any minute. Even though you live here, see, like Always living here, good. I played here, I lived here, live here now, whatever. I never go around. Right. I'm like never in tourist mode. You don't have to leave, leave your yeah, neighborhood it's if you like, don't want. I'm touristy now. I'm pushing backpacks. And <laughs> then we're going to go up to the Bronx Zoo, and then we're going to see the botanical oh, gardens. All that, and, yeah. all that, have you been to the Bronx Zoo? Of course. 
Uh, yeah. Of course, a lot of people in New York have not been to the Bronx. Ever. Oh, yeah, man. I, yeah, when I was a kid, but big deal to go to the Bronx. Who loved yeah, the they want to do everything that there is to do. We're going to wind up doing it before we go back to California. Running to aquariums and Coney Island, all kinds of Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did that, that when I was a kid. We're going to be doing yeah. all that, Jay. And they're going to get it out of me. Trust me. Next thing, you'll be on a jet ski on the East River. No, that no, 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 definitely that. won't happen. My kids will not do that. that. <laughs> me, let alone them, they're not doing that. They understand what's out there. Yeah. Other, you, you put your hand in the East River in the old days. It comes out looking like that fish you deboned. When you, oh. when it, <laughs> key, key deboned a fish, and he held it up. It looked like he said it looked like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, <laughs> right, where, where they eat the fish. <laughs> it did. <laughs> All right, listen, Jay, we'll talk a little basketball. All now. right, sure, yeah. We've had fun joshing each other and joking around, and now Shame. it's time. All right, so J.J. Redick, ESPN NBA basketball analyst, was on my TV show, This Just In, ESPN, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we were talking about Tatum's struggles in the finals. Listen to this, guys. This is about the Warriors' defense. This is, they, they, you have to give them a lot of credit, and I also don't buy the narrative that he's been awful this series. Like, He's averaging 23, 7, and 7. His two-point shooting is awful. He's shooting 48, 48, I think, from the three. There's four guys in NBA history who've averaged 23, 7, and 7 in their first finals appearance, and he's 24 years old. Like, I'm not saying he gets a pass for not being able to make a two-point shot consistently, but he has done a lot of good things on the basketball court. The real real struggle for him, Max, has been in the fourth quarter. All right, so his points per game have gone down in fourth quarters – throughout each series in the playoffs. But l- let me tell you why, and I'm not creating a pass for Jason Tatum. I, I think sometimes it's good to put this, put a scenario like this into perspective. So he's played a total of 945 minutes in the playoffs. The next closest to, go, to that on Golden State is 751 minutes mm-hmm. for Klay Thompson. So too much, 200 more minutes than the highest player on Golden State. You know, number two and number three, as it relates to most minutes in the playoffs, Jalen Brown at 876, and then Al Horford at 776. So you have three players that have played more minutes in the total playoffs than the highest total amount of minutes played by a Golden State player in Klay Thompson. That's number one. Number two, let me do this. Everybody's trying to rip Jason Tatum. He's 24 years old, okay? He's in the NBA Finals. He's been in the Eastern Conference Finals three damn times. He's only been in the league for five and a half years, Okay. MJ didn't win his first NBA title until he was 28 years old. Stephen Curry, 27. LeBron James, 28. Zeke, Isaiah Thomas, 28. Shaq, 28. KD, 28. Wilt, 30. Dirk, 31. You know, Kevin Garnett, 32. So I get it that people are getting down on him for his efficiency going down, him not rising to the occasion, but he is still a pup in the big scheme of things. The fact is he's on this stage and it takes a while to get acclimated and experience to winning at this stage. See, I don't think people are down on him. I think what happened is you, Mr. Williams, you put him in a different light when you brought to everyone's attention that he was at the velvet rope and he was going to the second level. I and said, so, no, I said we will find out if he could reach he, the second Maybe he level. got in with a fake ID, like you have to be over 28, and he, he showed him an ID and at so 24. Maybe it was f- fake Jason Tatum, like fake Clay Thompson showing him. Maybe it's fake Jason Tatum who showed up at the club. And so when you, you know, when you start talking about it, it's not a bad thing, but when you start talking about he is on his way, everybody takes that and they assume what he ran through. He went through Miami. He went through uh, Milwaukee, you know, uh, Brooklyn to get it done. And all those stars that are on those teams that people felt like, oh, okay, 
this is Boston's opportunity in time because Jason Tatum did what he did in the playoffs. Then he gets to the finals, and it's been a bumpy ride. So now people are looking at it and saying to themselves, well, maybe it's not his team. He doesn't have the – he's not as aggressive as we would like in terms of the fourth quarter. He should be taking shots like this. And then he comes out and he says some of the things that he said in his post-pressers. It make people think. Kobe and all that yeah, stuff. All yeah. that. Jay, Jay, like I my have, homeboy, I showed you the text the yeah, other day. Yeah, yeah. My homeboy said, Kobe? You know, that, that, and I knew exactly what he was talking about. All he said was, Kobe, please. And yeah. then he said the same thing about Jalen Brown. This blankety blankety blank has the nerve enough to wear some Kobe's. Yeah, I mean, well, Kobe's a different. No, echelon. but when yeah. you start making that, comparisons, yeah. Well, I, so I was talking. So JJ was on the show as we just played some sound. Um, one of the other conversations we had, or this was around this conversation, was I asked them, "Why is it that Tatum has played so well? You bring up all the minutes he's played on his way, but Jay, he killed the game against KD." Not always matched up with Giannis, but still Giannis, Jimmy Butler. Why is it we get so? So I'm wondering: is it not just age, but also stage? Because here you are in the finals. JJ was forceful about it and said it's not stage; it's age. It's age combined with the fact that he's playing against an elite defense in the Celtics. So, uh, sorry, in the Warriors. Warriors defense is just about as good as the Celtics defense. So an elite defense, fourth quarter, fatigue, and you're 24 years old. But, Jay, is it not stage at all? It Doesn't the finals have something to do with so, it? Me, so just to go back to this, because we can talk about the impact of Andrew Wiggins and the collective of Golden State defensively. So versus Brooklyn, seven and a half points in the fourth quarter. Versus Milwaukee, that went up eight points in the fourth quarter. Miami? 4.3 points in the first quarter, Max. Mm-hmm. And Golden State, 3.2 points mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say this. This is why I think Emmanuel Yudoka needs to do tonight or, or on Thursday. A lot of the action I've seen Jason Tatum involved in is ISO action. It's around like free throw extended on the wing, you know, ball screen. It's that kind of action. I've seen Jalen Brown come off some pin downs, some curl actions. Like I, it would behoove the Boston Celtics to move the defense from side to side in multiple actions and get JT involved in some kind of action other than just have him be an ISO player. Mm-hmm. Because what happens in the fourth quarter, his legs are gone. And I think that's what you – he airballed multiple shots in the fourth quarter in game five because it was all coming from ISO. But he'd been playing ISO ball throughout the entire game. It's only so long you can play because the defense knows exactly where you're so, going to go. Uh, th- this, so JJ was also saying – Things like it's it's a you know youth plus great defense and he's not always making the right he needs to pass better and all this kind of stuff in the fourth quarter, and you're also making very good and technical points. So and because you guys both played at the highest level and you know what you're looking at in a different kind of way, from a layperson's point of view, I also still ask the question: How much of it is the stakes? Or so not only are you fatigued playing a great defense, all this kind of stuff. The stakes are so high. It's the finals, close games, close series. Do you think it's stage at all? I'm sure it's a, it's a combination of all of it. I mean, I, I'm curious, you know, how key was I mean, when he got to his first Super Bowl. Like Now, granted, I don't know if it's the same kind of comparison, but big-time wide receiver, but I think, you know, getting to a national championship game, I played horribly, man. Like, I, I played great leading up to it, and then on the stage of the championship game, I, I couldn't – put the ball in the ocean. Thank God I had teammates that came through. When you look back, was it stage at all or was it I think it was a combination of a lot of stuff. I think I was tired 
to the run that we had had. I think it was all the media attention that came along with it and how much I wanted it. I started pressing. See, guys, I started I, I, pressing. You know when I talk about Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs key and I'm like, listen, if he would be Valenzuela in the play, he'd be the greatest play, pitcher ever. I always felt some players like Jay just described himself, Kershaw, I get the same feeling, want it so bad that they get too tight, right? Like in, in the moment of truth. Yeah, no, no it, it, yeah, that could be that could be the case. Or sometimes you could be lackadaisical and not really focused as, as much as you can because so many things are going on. You don't want to be the guy to screw things up. You just, you know, for me, when it became, whether it was a Monday night football game, whether it was a playoff game, those moments for me were some of my brightest moments. Yeah, you were a clutch player. Be- it wasn't that. It was more about I was locked in. But you were locked key. You, you were know? locked in when it but, mattered most. That's a clutch no, player. I, and, and so some other games, I might like a normal Sunday game against with 1 o'clock against the Cleveland Browns. Right. I'll probably be like, yeah, I'm going to go out here and play whatever. Yeah, and do whatever. How, you've been to one Super Bowl. I right? went to one Super Bowl, one. two championship games. In multiple playoff games. Did you win those championship games? Well, we won one and lost one. Lost one. We won one, lost one. When I was at the Jets, we lost. We won when we was in Tampa. But I went to playoffs and stuff like so that. So how was that first experience with the Jets being in the championship game? The fir- Well, young, the first playoff kid. game, the first playoff game was the divisional game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I shredded it. I was the best player yep. that postseason. You know, I did things historically – and it just was a mindset. But I also played on the big stage in college at USC. I played in the in January 1st bowls when it meant something. Mm-hmm. And so my mindset was just a little bit different. I did not want to fail uh, in those games, like playoff games and stuff like that. I wanted to ball out and just be different. It is interesting totally. in football because it's like a, it's a one-game series, whereas oh, in yeah. basketball, like if you were to play best of seven in the football game, like I'm sure like – they would pin down on a lot see, of action that got you going early. It's different a little bit in basketball. We do quarters. Yeah. So first quarter is like game one. One. Second quarter is like game two. So we do quarters when you think about it. And you just – your mindset is just locked in. Like you just – you locked into a whole Monday night football? Oh, yeah, ridiculous. Like when you look at Monday night games, some of my Monday night games is just crazy. How it wasn't always the stat line. Because a lot of people go to the box score and they look, oh, seven catches, 140. No, no, no. It's just the game, how smooth and how pure the game is all the way around. We talked about yesterday uh, with, with Sarah Cusack on with us. We talked about how Steph Curry's going around, running around, doing different things. In football, I got to lift the coverage for you to come underneath and get your job done right, Max. Mm-hmm. But maybe I got to go outside of my coverage to lift it to get the guy to turn his back. If I go inside the coverage, he's looking at you now. He never turns his back. All those little bitty mm-hmm. things like that. Team play that people matter, don't know. Yeah. That they don't understand. They're like, ah, oh, the guy well, is covered. Yeah, because I needed to be covered. You don't. That's the same thing, too, though. Like, <laughs> it, it turns into those psychological battles because if you're watching the way Andrew Wiggins defends, right, and they're shading the right hand, and if you're Jason Tatum, you see a drive left, and they know the tendencies for your left, but you also see somebody in the gap like, oh, yeah, send him. Like Draymond talks all the time. Send him left. We know his shooting percentage drops when he goes left. Send him left. Send. Yo, people be talking that way. So then sometimes you challenge yourself. Well, I know I can do that. And you start playing that game. Is that really Man, your game? It, is that really your game? Or do you want to not settle 
get to your right hand, get to the rim, you start playing those mental so, Jedi mind tricks against yourself. Like now, Jay man. said, and it's all little tricks, Jedi mind tricks and things that you do, little things like if you come into the flat and I got a clear out route, but I know you in cover two, which means that you're five yards away from the line of scrimmage and you're supposed to squat as a defender and look for two coming. I'm so slick with it. I might rip you and pull you just enough to where he's able to get out into the flat before you can get up on him. I'm going to pull you with me, even though you're not supposed to go with me. But that little trick allows you now to turn your head, get the football, and get up the field. See, and people don't understand that if I didn't do that, the play is not the same. Oh, it's gonna, he going to get the crap knocked out of him. See, that, uh, it's not that you have knowledge that other players don't have. It's that you have the ability in that moment. Oh, yeah. To access that knowledge. Absolutely. So that means, to me, it always felt like those kind of players are able, and you hear it a lot, to slow things down in the moment of truth. Oh, yeah. yeah. And otherwise, it's happening too fast. But, but, Max, a lot of times what happens for young players is when you play this deep and you play those amount of minutes, your brain sees something, but by the time your body reacts with heavier legs, too late. It, it's too late. Yeah. And by the way, like that split millisecond, like in the M- in the NBA NFL, yo, things are things Man, are different. Good. It looks way different, real quick. You're <laughs> hey, like, wow. I, can, I can tell you from firsthand experience that thing on that field that moves, is man. Moving, moving fast. <laughs> you know, I I uh, played against the Philadelphia Eagles and Levar Kirkland when I first got into the lead, he cracked my sternum because in college I could get the football, I could stop, I could cut back against the grain and poof, put my foot in the ground and go. I tried it against the Eagles. Man, that dude came running, 200, and I cut back. As soon as I cut back, boom, oh, no. right in Welcome my chest. Welcome to the NFL. Oh, yeah. cracked my sternum. I had to play with a donut in the wow. middle of my chest the whole year. Look at that side to side. Does Max Kellerman look like Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I'm that is not, uh, clearly I'm more handsome, but no, 80%, 80% say no. no. <laughs> by, the way, I, by the way, I don't say – this is what I'm resemble. told constantly. I'm told constantly yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah when, I, when I was a kid, I got it's Nicolas Cage, and now I get told. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Look, Aaron Rodgers is not considered like the most handsome dude. Uh, yeah, I definitely yeah, see I way think, more Nicolas Cage. I, I for sure don't think like Aaron Rodgers like is that handsome. Like an old-ass Nicolas Cage, for sure. An I see that. <laughs> Jay, you know I suffer from a rare disorder whereby I get more handsome as I get older. It's not an easy thing. It's a burden. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Magazine Top 100 list. (laughs) Your small business keeps you on the go. Do you understand, Jay? I've developed this winning personality because I didn't always look like this. I used to have to do it on my personality. Now I can skate by on my looks. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Ready for this? This is a special one for Evan. Zach Wilson will be... Blank. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. A loss for words? Not here. Fill in the blank. All right, time to play fill in the blank. Hey, I want to play. Evan, why don't you host? I want to play. Yeah, we'll do that and uh, in just a second. Trying to produce. Here we go, here we go. All right, Mac Jones will win blank games this season. Key, fill in the blank. I, I would say Mac Jones wins 10 games this season. I think that's a good number for him. I don't see a major drop-off with the New England Patriots just because Josh McDaniels is now the uh, Las Vegas Raiders coach. I think Matt Patricia, along with Bill Belichick and cast the characters, will do a good job calling offensive plays. Yeah, I think 10 is the right number. I think I think the Patriots might be better in the playoffs this year, though. Like, I'll give them 10 in the regular season, but maybe a playoff win, too. I might be at 11 overall. So uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars will finish blank in the AFC He just forgot to turn his mic on. Don't worry about it. It's fine. He just forgot to turn his mic on. It was a very important phone call he had there. Yeah, well, I was about to say I thought he was hosting the show. But I would say Trevor Lawrence and the Jags finished third in the AFC North, right? South. 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 Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Tennessee. Then the Jaggy Wars along with the Houston Texans to follow it up. Yes, dead on. I think it's pretty obviously third. Texans are awful. And Tennessee and the Colts are clearly better, so I'll say third. We're playing fill in the blank. Uh, fill in the blank. Who do you guys want to be the next producer? <laughs> Evan Wilner, of course. Great answer. Fill in the blank is brought to you by Barbasol Shaving Cream. Choose Barbasol Shaving Cream for a thick, lather, and close, comfortable shave. And for a limited time only, capture your Barbasol Jurassic cans before they're gone. Zach Wilson will have blank touchdowns and blank interceptions. Mm. Key. I'd say, both. I'd say 22 touchdowns and 15 oh. picks. That's not so bad for a second-year player. I'm looking, I'm looking him up right now because I need to see 22 it. and 15, that's the end. Yeah. He went 9 and 11 last year, so 22 and 15 is a big improvement. I'm going to say Zach Wilson's going to throw 25 touchdowns and 15 picks. I'm going to say he's going to have a little more prolific of a season maybe than people would anticipate. Trey Lance will be the 49ers blank QB when the season starts. Uh, Backup quarterback when the season starts. I still believe that Jimmy G gets his, his surgery taken care of. He's healthy. He's the opening day starting quarterback before they give way. He would be my starter. I think they're going to make Trey Lance the starter. Uh, I mean, I'm saying I, I, Jimmy G to me I think is underrated, but I think they have decided in that franchise we have to turn the page because we have all that draft capital wrapped up in Trey Lance. I don't know, man. If I were them, I would hang on to Jimmy G. I wouldn't let him walk, especially, Key, if you're not going to get much for him. Why would you let him go? Justin Fields needs to improve blank in 2022, Key. Everything. Justin Fields needs to improve everything in 2022. Um, He is not a complete project yet. He's an incomplete new head coach, new system. There's a lot that he has to to work on. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a long year. I'm going to say the offensive line because I really can't evaluate Justin Fields based on the Bears last year. The Bears have no offensive line. They don't have offensive weapons. Who knows? Like, I don't know. So, but I, you want me to say uh, uh, 
processing and accuracy because that's the any young quarterback you want him to learn stuff, react fast, and be accurate with the ball because he has an arm and he can run. Dak Prescott will have blank rushing touchdowns this season. Blank rushing touchdowns. Mike McCarthy says he wants Dak to run more, so key fill in the blank. I would say he's probably going to have four rushing touchdowns, couple plunges, and maybe a nice little short 15-yard scramble for one. But most of them are going to be two-yard plunges. So half a dozen, give or take? No, i say like five, five. four. I, I don't want to say the same thing as Key, but I agree. Something like that. Something like that. He's not... He is a quarterback who can run. That's not the same thing as a running quarterback. Lamar Jackson will have a new contract by blank. Week one of the NFL season, he will have a, definitely have a new contract. They're not going into the season without extending him, and he's not going to play without getting extended. Yeah, but before the first preseason game, I'm going to say he has a new contract. Because if he doesn't, I'm going to forge his signature mm-hmm. for him. Lamar, man. <laughs> right, Evan? <laughs> I'm going to just do it. It's funny because, like, got to negotiate it first, though. That a dude like Aaron problem. Judge isn't being tackled. Like, Lamar Jackson is playing tackle football. You got to bank that money at a certain point. You got to put, you got to get that all signed, sealed, and delivered. Yeah, I, I, I can't play with fire like remember that. Remember when though, Lamar Jackson, I don't know why they just thought of this, but Lamar Jackson came out and said he wants to win a title wearing number eight and then switch to, like, number one and win a title wearing one? I don't remember that. But will he have? Will he like have one? Will, will Lamar Jackson win one Super Bowl? Yeah, I think so. Fill in the blank. Um, man, I don't know. I'm gonna say yes because I saw him last year, three separate occasions, with his whole team banged up. To me, he was the best player in football three different weeks. If he can do it on a banged up team, then but I need him to do it in the playoff. Well, he but he but. First year, he was terrible in the playoffs. Next year, this is the Keyshawn Johnson, Bill Parcells, step-by-step. Next year, he was better, but they lost. Then he was better, and they won. He's taken those steps. Yeah, but he's just got to – the way he plays at the height in the regular season, he can – that style can do it, but he's got to just do it in the playoffs, and everybody got to come to the party. You know, it's just – He. I still – I know it's not that – he needs a number one receiver to me. You yeah, gotta have that threat of the not just the deep. They got threat. Will Fuller. They got. They're hoping what's uh, his name, the draft pick, uh, Bateman, Rashad Bateman, yeah. Will Fuller. Is Bateman a number like Bateman to me in college did a lot of things well, but is he a number one receiver? No, he's not. He's not a number one guy. He's not an alpha dog. He's a he's a two three guy that is 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 posing as a one for them. Why right won't now. they get the guy a one? I don't. Why they don't ask me about the uh, Ravens and their offensive philosophy. When have they ever had a number one guy like that? Get them. They just don't. Their philosophy is they don't value wide receivers. Like Get that. them even a Mike Evans kind of big target 50-50 ball guy who's really, really good at that. Well, Mike Evans is a potential Hall of Famer if his career continues to move at the level is moving at. Numbers-wise, he's certainly going to have numbers. Uh, and Mike Evans was a true number one receiver most of his career. Do yeah? Do receivers want to play with Lamar? Do you think? If you're a receiver, yeah, would you? I, have, I don't think. I really, honestly, don't even think that. I don't even think that they really even look at it like that. It's just that who in free agency, who you gonna get? No, what I mean is the type of quarterback where you talked about it. You run your route. You want yeah. the ball, and then they're running around, and you're like, oh, I got you know. Yeah, but you respect what Lamar, so you're gonna play with him. Yeah. But the He's problem well is the problem with that though, uh, Max is when you go to free agency, you're not allowing. Like I'm never getting to free agency. 
right? Like right. me, I would never get to free agency. Like Devontae Adams got traded. He was never going to get to free agency. A.J. Brown, never getting to free agency. But D.K. Metcalf, never getting to free dude agency. like Odell or in other circumstances, a guy like A.B., sometimes it become available at a yeah, certain point. Yeah, but A.B. is on his last, and O.B.J. doesn't want to do that, you know? Yeah. He had Even that. Even Cooper, a fifth-round draft pick? You get you get Amari Cooper for a, for a fifth-round, you trade six and get a – I mean, you know, get him someone is my point. Anyone. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance, a legacy-defining moment for one warrior. By the way – It ain't Steph Curry. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Now, the game, I love the game, Key. First of all, as an, as an artist also, but I've had him as a radio guest on ESPN LA. Oh, you mean the rap? You said I love yeah, the, the game. game. I thought you were talking about yeah, the yeah, basketball game. the game, the rapper. But, and he was one of the best guests. He was, I was, you know, he was snapping on me. Hilarious. If you go at him, he goes right back at yeah, you, and yeah, he's yeah. hilarious, yeah, right? Yeah. Great radio guest, great MC, no question about it. Um. But he said he turned down a $7 million tour because, and this is a quote, he was trying to hit legend on 2K. He's playing a video game. Okay. And he's about to hit legend. And he okay. doesn't want, I guess, to deal with whatever is, you know, being offered him. He turns down a $7 million tour. To play. To play. Somebody I, in the I, game. I guess to play. I'm not turning. He said, he said he was trying to get to legacy, uh, legend mode. Right. He was trying to get to legend mode on 2K. Okay, so he has some work to do. So you you have to play a certain level to get to a certain level, right? I guess. But if somebody's going to pay you $7, 7 million dollars to play against somebody else, I would think that you would take that 7 million. No, no. Wait, wait. Is uh, that to, 7 million to go on tour? But on instead of tour, can't he, you take the video game on tour with you? Oh, 7 million dollars to go on tour as an artist. Yeah. I mean, how many cities? How many? Now you're starting to add how many cities? Is it? Do you do we have to travel the entire world? Like, what's the what's the number? Yeah, and it, it's not seven million on tour. Doesn't seem like a lot of money to me for the doesn't. game. He yeah. could get or more for than that. anybody on tour, right? Depends. I mean, you've been in the music business. I mean, it depends. You tell me it's a six eight week tour and there's seven million there. Yeah, you're making a million dollars. I don't know what the, is it a world tour? Is it thirty five weeks? Like, how many weeks seem, are we talking? It just about? doesn't seem like a lot of money for a tour. It just doesn't. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a, 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 a tour booking manager. Or nothing and like I don't know that. what year he's talking about either. Because yeah, depending, I don't know. You what, know 
If this is 05, it's not the same as now, but $7 million. <laughs> It sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Uh, yeah. There's no question about it. But when you talk about tour, you got to play all these dates and days. You got to go to North Carolina, and you got to hop over to Florida, and you got to fly up to New York, yeah. and then you got to go do the Hamptons, and you got to come back to L.A. I mean, that's just a lot. It's not a lot to Jay, but to a guy like me, it sounds like a lot of money. Well, it is a lot of money. Yeah. No question about it. Jay, Jay doesn't. I don't know. He's looking But at I've me. heard artists. <laughs> $7 million is a lot to but, a lot of It's a day. lot of money. Yeah, but how many damn tour dates do I have for seven minutes? No, I agree with if you I'm, on that. If I'm show, and where am I going? And where am I going? If I and got, where do you have me staying? What hotel? If 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 Are I'm doing fifty dates for seven million bucks, I'm like I can't. That I, can't I can't do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I don't know the the, the asking price. Like I said, I am not a tour booking manager. So in other words, he no, didn't turn it down not. because you don't think he turned it down because he was really playing 2K or whether or not it was. He turned it down because it's not the best offer in the world for Probably. him. Probably. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to chop that in half. You know, they need theirs. You know, your guy, Sam, he yeah. wants to get half of it. Who sings this? Now I'm trying to remember, but I love this. Who sings Who this, James? This is corn. 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 Yeah. corn. How come I know yeah. the song? What's it called? I, why do you say it like corn. you know where it is, huh? no, Wait, what is it, James? I mean, got the Life. It's got the Life. Got the I don't life. know. I know yeah, that. Corn. I, mean, I didn't know that, but I know the lyrics. It, 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 it was like <laughs> a fairly yeah, big song corn. in like the late 90s. No, it, yeah. uh, uh, okay, 90, it, 98, who, I think, James, right? Who's the lead singer for corn? Yeah, 97, 98, 99. Who's the lead singer for corn since you know corn and you like corn? I think it's John D. John John De- Jonathan just, Davis. Just David. Jonathan Davis. I got yeah, it. He, he got it. Nailed, he nailed it. it. Yeah. Wow. Shut oh, up. Y'all I'm told this man right. in his ear. Shut up. Jay just mad because I know all types of music. I can't believe you knew that either, Jay. It's crazy. <laughs> See, I couldn't tell you the you name of the artist one, or the Jay? song, but yeah, I knew that. You're the only one. Yeah, Jay thinks he's the only one that no, can camouflage. No, you're the only you're one. The the only one. I ain't camouflaging like that. <laughs> I don't know what got, that is. We got Amari Stoudemire sitting here, <laughs> yes, guys. Sir. Keyshawn Camouflage. J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Six-time <laughs> NBA All-Star Amari Stoudemire. Giving you the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. That's Good morning, Amari. Why are you wearing a tie today? I had to clean them up a little bit, man. Just, you know, sharpen up a little bit. That's it. You know, yesterday, you, were, you weren't sharp yesterday? That was okay yesterday. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Man, let me yeah, ask you. Let me ask you. Extra little, you know, emphasis on it. I want to ask you a question, though, before we even get going, because I'm, I'm fascinated by this, and I've been meaning to ask different people that play in the NBA. What is it like to make an all-star, like your first, like, all-star game? I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's eye-opener, right, because you're so young as a player, and you're starting to figure out how to be a pro, and you, you're tasting success, and then you become an all-star. So that lets you know, like, you're, like, one of the top – 15 players in the NBA, 20 yeah, players in the NBA. Yeah. In the um, world. In the world, basically, yep. And so to, to get that stamp that you're one of the greats at the moment, yeah. it's like it's like you made it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you go then you go to All-Star Weekend, you see all the celebrities, yeah. all the lights, All-Star <laughs> Saturday night, like dunk contest, three-point shootout. You see all of this. It's like I mean, it's like it's it's nothing like it. So so when you first made it though, like the like were you in awe? I don't know who was in those All Star games with you, but were you like in awe when you saw some of the other dudes? Like I'm in line with whoever it was, LeBron was and LeBron this one and that or whoever. One, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. I mean, when I first made it, I was it was what I forget what year it was, two thousand five, four or five. Yeah, I mean, maybe you were four or five. Yeah, I was maybe twenty one. 2021. But you're only in the league for a couple of years. Dude, yeah, so I think I'm in my third year. So he was cheating in other oh, words. Oh, it's wild. We came in the draft at yeah. the same damn time, and I'm like, yo, this dude's already an all-star. Damn. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. And, and made so six teams, man. Six all star teams. No, but see, yep. that's how it was for the Pro Bowl for the first time. You know, when I made the Pro, it was like, yeah, I'm over here with Jerry Rice dip. You know, it was yeah, like exactly. Lamar. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm that too. That's how, that's how I felt when yeah. I went to Zoe's yeah. Summer Groove the yeah. first time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> In Miami. Like, oh, you were. I was like, I made it. I wasn't in the All Star game. I was like, Mama, I made it. Yeah, man. It's great. Different. So we talked a lot about Steph Curry in this series, um, Mari, but there's another legacy we've been talking about today, and that's Steve Kerr. Yeah. Right? Who's already a great coach. I mean, you can win three titles, you're you're an all time great coach. Where does he rank though? Like, what would another title do for him? Jay was talking about Phil Jackson and Red Auerbach and then and then Pat Riley and Greg Popovich Second and then tier. a whole bunch of other dudes. But at what point are we gonna look at Steve Kerr and be like, he might be with Popovich and Pat Riley at least. Yeah, I think he's in the top tier. Mm. Um, from what from what we've seen from from Steve Kerr, when he took on the job to go to State Warriors, he took a team that was somewhat already established, right? Mark Jackson did a good job of kind of building the team out into what they were, but then taking his system on what he's learned from as a player, as a coach, as a general manager, applying those tactics to the Golden State Warriors and allowing those players to be who they are, right? A lot of coaches sometimes hinder a great player. You know, we want you to play only only on the inside of Mar instead of going out and shooting jumpers, stay in the post. But coach, I can play on the outside as well. So Steve Kerr is a guy, as a coach, who allow players to be who they are. And then he does a good job of controlling the narrative, right? Be who you are, but inside the system so that way everyone else and all your teammates can also be who they are. You know, and it's, it's not easy for a coach to strategize that. And for Steve Kerr to be able to do that with those guys and to win championships, I mean, I mean that it, it, goes, it goes without saying. Like, he's one of the greatest coaches, in my opinion, uh, in, in our generation. How do you go with the fact that um, – and this is what I was talking about, how he, craps, he cracks into that second tier with Pop with Pat Riley, and you can make a case that Pat Riley could belong in Tier 1, even though I think there's a little bit of a difference with Phil Jackson and Red Auerbach. But, I mean, six finals in eight years. I mean, this would now be his fourth world championship, and the winning percentage is like 67 68%, which yeah. is – like Phil Jackson has 70%, which is the greatest of all time. Like It's pretty staggering numbers when you look at it. Yeah. Like, is it enough to have him at five? Um, I mean, you got to think about the list. Who, who's, who's on your list at five? So what I had is I got Tier 1, I got uh, Phil Jackson, and yep. I got Red Arback. Tier 2, I have – Double-digit championship. Pat Riley, yeah. I got Greg Popovich. And then Tier 3, I got names like um, – Tier 3, I got names. Larry, like, Larry Brown, Larry Wilkins. Yeah, Larry Brown, Eric Spostra, Chuck Daly, Casey Jones, yeah. Red Holtman – I think uh, Steve Kerr's ahead of those guys. Jerry Sloan. He's I mean, ahead I, of them, yeah. yeah. I think he's at the top of Tier 3, waiting to crack into Tier 2. I think so. I, I think so. I mean, I, I think him and Spolstra is, is – And Eastbo has two. Right. He has two now. He's ahead of Spolstra. Yeah. So this will be his fourth. Yeah. Well, Holt, double by the way, Eastbo. Holtzman won two championships with, you know, in a league with Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West. And then not only did he win two, but that was Phil, ja- that was Phil Jackson's coach. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, Phil Jackson is almost on that tree. Does does he does he go from three to two if he wins another title? See, because I'm a kick, I'm already kicking Pat Riley up to one. He he belongs in tier one just based on a dude coming out the stands and coaching the Heat to a championship. That automatically kicks him up one. But does Steve Kerr go from three to two if he wins another title? I think so. I mean, for sure. I mean, what we're looking at now is what we call a dynasty team. Mm-hmm. And any coach who coaches a dynasty team should be tier one. Mm. Mm. 
Casey the, Jones, by the way, too, for the Celtics. That's right. He's legendary, Casey, too. Casey Jones maybe should be in the second. Uh, it's That's pretty good. good. Three chips. That's and, what ranking just Five finals. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. won three. Wow. Yeah. All right. The great Amari Stoudemire. Thanks, Stat. Appreciate it. No problem, brother. Thank you. All right, Stat. Keyshawn, yes, J. Will, and Max. Why Game 6 clay won't be the difference for the Warriors in Game 6. That is coming up. Stretch it, stretch it. Stretch it. Yes. In a matter of moments. stretch it. Right here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We'll